Hello and welcome to the Help Me Understand podcast. Help Me Understand is a weekly podcast that explores the context behind the things that we experience from day to day. With topics ranging from personal development to parenting to health and fitness and more, join me, your host, J.K. McLeod, as I share my thoughts and also host conversations that are meant to encourage you to say, help me understand, in an effort to add perspective to the things we experience in everyday life. All right, what is up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Help Me Understand podcast. We are coming to you with another Friday 4 episode. I anticipate this one's going to be a pretty short one because out of the four things that I've jotted down to cover today, there's really, really only think one that I'm going to go fairly in-depth, for lack of a better way to describe it, on. And then uh, the other three are just really kind of short snippet thoughts. So I'm actually going to start with the one that I want to go a little bit more in depth on. And it was inspired by a post that I saw on social media. And it was a Facebook ad. I'm actually pulling it up on my phone right now so I can remember. So it was a Facebook ad. And it was for a um, an event called RoofCon. So R-O-O-F Con. So RoofCon. And uh, it says, Attention All Roofing pros and it's got this big advertisement that has a picture of Tim Tebow and it says Tim Tebow live in person speaking at this event called RoofCon. Uh, They're also going to have John Maxwell so for those of you who are pretty ingrained in the leadership development space you'll be very familiar with John Maxwell and then there's another gentleman who uh, I'm just not personally familiar with but what uh, why I'm bringing this up and why I'm inspired to talk about this particular topic. I'm actually not here to advertise RoofCon. I'm sure it's a fantastic event. Um, I I can't endorse it, though. But if you're really interested, go look it up. Looks like it's going to be in November in Orlando, which is, you know, a beautiful place to visit. Uh, But why I'm bringing this particular one up is because I clicked to read the comments because there were a lot of, uh, like, laugh reactions on this particular post advertising Tim... (laughs) Tim Tebow coming to RoofCon. And as expected, a lot of the comments were super, you know, like kind of super insulting and sarcastic comments about like Tim Tebow showing up to RoofCon and why is there like a roofing convention and who cares and just a whole bunch of other stuff. And what it actually reminded me of was during, uh, during, let's say like the beginning to middle of 2020 when we were um, in the height of what we'll call lockdown where a lot of schools were shut down or going remote Uh, many businesses were going through different stages of not being open to customers so a lot of uh, restaurants being closed to curb uh, to go curbside only or takeout only and um, different things like that a lot of corporations were no longer having employees come into the office for a handful of months depending on what region of the uh, the United States you lived in and then of course overseas I know we've got a handful uh, if the data that I get about the podcast is right we've got a handful of folks that live overseas also but really at the height of going through um, a lot of shutdowns and lockdowns um, I remember 
this is going to seem completely random. I remember actually coming across, I have no idea how I found this group, but it was this group, uh, this online group that had a call every week. It was a Zoom call that you could log into. I found it on Facebook somehow, and it was for people who owned um, service businesses that did like HVAC work, they did plumbing, they did um, house repair, handyman. If I don't, I don't remember 100% the name of it, but I think it was called something like House Call Pro. And I think at this point they've renamed themselves. Again, this is not an endorsement, but I'll get to the point on this. So uh, I came across this ad on Facebook, I think, that, um, that advertised this particular group that had Zoom calls. And it was uh, an open call where you could just listen in and they were basically going to be talking about survival strategies during lockdown. So these are basically like small business owners and this particular organization was trying to bring small business owners together so that they could basically powwow and figure out different things that they were doing in order to try and survive at a time where um, in certain areas of the country people are afraid to have like service people come into their buildings, um, obviously getting jobs and contracts tracks was much more challenging. There were all sorts of different um, expectations and rules now coming from residential customers about when you stepped into their home, uh, were you wearing you know, protective equipment? Were you wearing a mask? What did cleaning procedures look like? All this stuff. And I thought it would be kind of interesting just to listen in. Uh, I was working kind of a different schedule at that time. So I had the availability to jump into this Zoom call and just like it, listen in. And I thought it was actually pretty interesting um, to listen to what these small business owners were doing in order to try to keep their business running. So this was prior to anything with like PPP loans and all that stuff. So I, I legit just tuned in because I thought that I could p perhaps gain some perspective on what was going on out there from a segment of the population in a, in a particular industry that I personally didn't really know a lot about. And as I think about it, as I'm talking about it, I think one of the reasons that it popped up in my newsfeed as far as just even the awareness of the group um, is that I, at the time, I have a couple of clients who um, were affiliated with um, a really successful local uh, plumbing company here in our area. So I think that that's just kind of how that whole thing whole thing came up on my newsfeed, you know, Facebook kind of hears everything. So long story short, um, I listened in a few times and then it turned out that one of the calls, they actually had Jocko Willink come on as a guest presenter on their Zoom call. So Jocko Willink, who, if you're not familiar with him, look him up. Uh, Jocko Willink, the uh, former Navy SEAL or Navy SEAL, I should say, former active Navy SEAL, who's um, the very well-known Navy SEAL, by the way, um, who did the TED Talk about extreme ownership. He wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. And in fact, that night when he did his presentation, they had a giveaway. And I actually, that's how I got my copy of the book, Extreme Ownership, which I will say, in my opinion, is one of the best self-development books that I have ever read before was Extreme Ownership. He wrote that with uh, Leif Babin, I believe, was the, the other person. But uh, what I found really interesting was that I hopped into this group just to kind of listen in and get some different perspective, ended up coming away with learning quite a bit just about some of the different nuances 
of what small business owners were going through during that time. Um, it helped me, I think, be more empathetic around uh, some of the experiences that I was having and that some people that I knew were having because I was able to hear um, really just straight from the horse's mouth what was going on out there. And then also, I definitely benefited from a lot of the strategies and tactics and even the, um, the guests that they had. They even had Mark Cuban one time um, as a guest presenter in this group of small business owners who specialized in like service uh, service-based businesses that went into people's homes to do things like home repairs, washing windows, um, home cleaning, um, HVAC again, like all that stuff. So uh, this this post where people were basically kind of kind of ripping apart not only the event like this event called RoofCon, um, bringing together a bunch of roofing pros, but then also kind of you know making fun of the fact that Tim Tebow was going to be there and John Maxwell will be there. Um, I kind of thought to myself, like, man, that actually reminded me of, I actually felt like I gained quite a bit by listening to perspectives that were outside of what I thought I would have even gained anything from. So it just, I guess I just want to share it to say, you know, don't knock the fact that maybe there's particular organization or a group of people or something like that, that just because you're not in that world that you can't necessarily learn something from that world um, because at the end of the day we're talking about different perspectives and we're all I mean we're all basically on the same planet here not basically we are we're all on the same planet here and um, one of the reasons that I think the mindset of help me understand can potentially be helpful is because it allows you to give someone permission to share their perspective with you. It's not necessarily something you have to agree with, something you have to, con to you know, condone or tolerate or say is okay. It's just a matter of at least getting, getting the opportunity to soak up a different perspective. And um, I realize it might be kind of a stretch with talking about like a roofing convention and really thinking about the value of perspective. But I can definitely tell you that I walked away from the few uh, Zoom calls that I logged in with that to from that group, walked away with um, some pretty interesting knowledge, not really about like service, the service-based business, because it's not really the business that I'm in, but there are some things that are just going to be the same really across industries if you truly care about the work that you do, if you truly understand the importance of um, connecting with people and customers and clients, and especially, you know, listening to business owners who, you know, they don't run large businesses, they run businesses of maybe, you know, 30 or less employees, and they know that their employees are counting on them to get through a very difficult time when there really wasn't a lot of specific direction on what to do. We just knew a whole lot of stuff was shut down. So um, again, I'll wrap that particular topic up, but just to say, you know, don't, I really highly encourage you not to just discount something just because it's something that you don't understand or that doesn't seem like you could relate to. You, you might be surprised if you open up your perspective a bit. So that was Friday for topic number one is um, basically the the roof con roofing convention coming up. All right. Uh, Friday for topic number two is really um, a suggestion of going back to look at some YouTube content. So if, uh, if you're familiar with the, there's a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. And the quote basically talks about 
taking pride in the work that you do and he references basically a very small snippet of the quote is if you're called to streets excuse me it's a tongue twister if you are called to sweep streets sweep streets like Mike Michelangelo painted buildings or something along those lines I, I probably should have pulled up the exact quote um, but my biggest takeaway whenever I listen to the content and I'm going to recommend a piece of content for you is really just um, it's this this thought process around really taking pride in the work that you do no matter what that particular position is and um, what immediately comes to mind for me is uh, my late grandfather who uh, I've talked about on the podcast previously. I've had my dad on the podcast and he's also talked about my late grandfather too, who was his father and just the amount of pride that he took in the work that he did as a farmer, uh, the work that he did as a pastor. Um, and he actually, I wasn't, um, I wasn't born yet when he was doing this, but he worked at a small farming equipment company in Dothan, Alabama, where he lived. And um, my dad would tell me stories all, all the time about the amount of pride that he took in doing that particular job. And that's something that has stuck with me since the first time that my dad talked to me about it. And every time that I come across this snippet from Martin Luther King, and again, I'm going to share, um, I'll share the link to the YouTube video that I'm talking about, just where he talks about no matter what role you are given, like do that role with pride. And a reason that this is particularly coming to mind right now is there is, um, within my sphere, there's this, uh, there's this phrase or this term that I'm starting to see. I think Adam Grant, um, who some of you may be familiar with, even posted about it recently called quiet quitting. And uh, this is nothing new at all. Like this term, quiet, the term quiet quitting may be new, but really uh, from my perspective, it's basically just rewording what we used to call um, active disengagement. So people that are actively disengaged, they basically at this point are just showing up to work for the paycheck. Um, you know, they come in when they're supposed to, they leave them when they're supposed to, but really not doing the work or the job with any sort of passion. Uh, because at that point, they're just completely disengaged, like they're just not really into it. And that could be for a myriad of reasons. Um, you know, that's, that's all going to be individual. Uh, my, just one of the things that I've really been thinking about is just no matter what you do, just really taking pride in the work that you do. And I do completely understand that there are going to be people out there who are in um, a job that they absolutely dread and that they hate and they feel like they just have to stay there because of a financial situation or they feel like they have to stay there because of some other situation. Maybe it's health insurance, whatever the case may be. Like I've, I've talked about this on a couple other podcasts that I was invited on. Like I truly understand that there may be a people that are in positions that feel like they have to stay where they are. And I just want to, if it can be of any encouragement, to send encouragement out to those folks to still just whatever they can do to still take pride in the work that they do, even um, no matter what, just I want to throw that piece of content to you. So I'm going to put a link to it. And it's it's where Martin Luther King Jr. talks about creating your life's blueprint. And one of the fascinating things to me about that particular piece of content is the fact that he's talking to, I believe it's a, 
a bunch of middle school or junior high students. This is back, I believe, in the 60s, that he's t or the early 60s, uh, that he's talking to a group of junior high school students talking about your life's blueprint, and he's talking to them about a handful of things, and one of the things, again, that he mentions is really taking pride in the work that you do, and this is also the same speech where the very well-known quote about like if you can't fly then run if you can't run then walk if you can't walk then crawl but whatever you do just keep moving I just paraphrase that but this that same quote comes from this very same speech so I'm gonna link that up so just a piece of content around taking pride in the work that you do and if you are hearing this term out there in the social media world, the internets, uh, talking about quiet quitting. I really think this is just a rehash of a term that um, was rolling around in my circles probably, gosh, this has got to be 10, 15 years ago at this point, and we just were straight up and, listen, it's it's just being actively disengaged, and I'm, not, I'm certainly not here to judge whether that's a good or a bad thing for that individual. It's just a matter of just really trying to encourage you to take pride in whatever you do and really to that person who feels like the work that they do is not important your work does matter to somebody no matter what it is i don't i don't care if you make fries at mcdonald's like if you make fries at mcdonald's p.s my son's a big fan of yours because he likes mcdonald's fries so um, i just wanted to throw that out there all right um the Friday for topic number three is a question that is pulled. This one's again is going to be kind of a piece of content. It's a direct quote. And this was a question that was pulled from, um, from a snippet that I was reading just about, um, again, about the self-development piece. So we got kind of a common theme between topic number two and topic number three here. Um, and I believe that this was pulled from a guy named Jim Cathcart, if I remember correctly. I've listened to him a bit in the past. And what, um, what he does is he tells the story about being invited to speak in front of a group of salespeople for a particular organization. And at the end of the um, speech, one of the people, he's like a motivational speaker or sales uh, sales trainer and one of the people pulls him aside and says like hey if there's one thing that you feel like I could do every day like a quote you feel like I could hold on to every day what would that quote be and I thought that it was a, a really good quote that he gave him and uh, if I remember correctly what he said is it's not really a quote it's a question so each day just ask yourself how would the person that I want to be do the thing that I'm about to do so I'll repeat it again. How would the person that I want to be do the thing that I'm about to do? And he goes on to tell the story about how that particular salesperson asked himself that question every day, ended up going to like top of the company and, and you know, huge success story. And I really like that particular question because it reminds me also of what James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits and one of the common mistakes uh, that he feels like people make when they're trying to set habits is they're trying to come up with this very strict process, usually restriction driven and all of these different things when they're trying to set habits and trying to follow these perfectly ordered steps versus trying to become the type of person that 
you know, fill in the blanks. So one of the things that he talks about is, for example, um, instead of specifically, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, asking yourself, what would the, the person who is committed to their health and fitness do? They would try to come up with a solid workout routine. They would focus on their nutrition. They would focus on their sleep. So thinking about the steps and the habits that you want to create um, versus specific, okay, I have to do these particular things. So really thinking about um, the person that you want to become versus, okay, I have to do these exact things. And if I don't do these exact things, then I'm going to fail. So again, just, I thought that that was a pretty inspirational question. I jotted it down so that I could remember it for myself and keep it in my phone. So just passing it on to you, just asking the question, um, how would the person that I want to be do the things that I'm about to do? And uh, yeah, that was Friday topic, Friday four topic number three. And like I said, we're going to roll through these pretty quickly. Last one is really just a heads up. I am really stoked for you all to hear the next episode that will be coming out, that should be coming out within the next few days. This episode being Friday 4 is going to be out here on Friday. And um, the next episode is going to be one with another person. So I finally have an interview uh, that we completed and it was with Coach Kelly Lutz and she goes by Coaching Klutz, K-L-U-T-Z on Instagram. And she is a ultra running and strength and conditioning coach or running and strength and conditioning coach. Uh, one of her specialties though is in helping people transition into not only just running, so beginners and intermediate, but also going into their first ultra. And this was in my opinion, a fascinating conversation because we peeled back the layers to get to know a lot more about her and also some of the things that she does. And I feel like she's doing some really, in my opinion, unique things within the ultra running world because she has a very, um, a very specific point of view around like things that people should and shouldn't do when it comes to really focusing on running. Um, some of her, some of her perspectives may actually surprise you. So I think that she brought a lot of great perspective. She's got a pretty cool backstory about what got her into running some of the other things that she's been into. And then also, uh, she's definitely a supporter and shares um, her opinion around the importance of strength training as somebody who is an endurance athlete. And I think that's something that um, I don't necessarily see, um, knowing that I don't, you know, I don't have a wide scope. I just have my, my perspective. But from my perspective, I don't see that being touted as much when it comes to talking to the running community and really talking about the importance of also including um, heavy strength training to ensure that you can really reach peak performance. So uh, Friday for topic number four, which is our last topic of this episode, is a heads up that we have a new one coming your way with Coach Kelly Lutz, Coaching Klutz, and that episode again will be out in the next couple of days. If you do have uh, the opportunity, though, in the meantime, I would definitely recommend swing over to her podcast. It's called The Multifaceted Athlete, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes here if you want to give her a listen prior to um, listening to her interview on my podcast. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up today's episode of the Friday Four. Um, if you've stuck around this long, I sincerely appreciate it. If you could do me a favor, 
Um, and I ask this each episode, and I truly mean it. Um, I would sincerely appreciate it if you could just take a moment, hop on to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. That helps me organically grow the podcast. And then if you're listening on Spotify, if you can leave a rating, Spotify now has a rating system. No reviews that I've seen so far, but they have a rating system. That would, uh, that would be sincerely appreciated. So until next time, take care, and we'll catch you on the next one.